0: United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed Mortgage Banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah.
1: And joining us right now is Lisa Anderson. She is the host of The Boundless Show, author of The Dating Manifesto, and a good friend of the show, and she likes Tom best. Lisa, thanks mm-hmm. so much for being here on Mornings with Tom and Tabby.
2: I definitely like Tom best when I don't like Tabby best. So, yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> about to say, you've been paid off.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lisa. Trying to be equal
2: opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Thank
0: you for bringing me into the light. Thank you so much. Yep. We love talking with you. And uh, you've got a really interesting, um, is something you want to talk to us about today. And it has to do with introverts trying to date. It'd be really uncomfortable, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, there were a couple articles uh, circulating around recently about this. And it is funny because, you know, this is kind of an era of people being obsessed about personality type and styles and how do I relate to people? And I feel like we're kind of in a culture where really no one knows how to do it well. (laughs) So we're trying to figure out like, okay, are there specific things we need to keep in mind. And so, yeah, when you think of the average date, I mean, I think some people go back to the fifties and they think of like, just sitting over like a shared, you know, soda, in yeah. the soda shop and gazing into one another's eyes. And, you know, it's not really like that anymore. And so, you know, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, I think there are different things to keep in mind, especially if you decide to date someone who is not your you know, personality type or or the way that you tend to relate to people or get energy from people. And so um, I think it's important to kind of like be sensitive to that and recognize for your own sake and for others, like, how can I put my best foot forward and still, you know, kind of feel like this is a valuable experience.
1: Mm. Okay, so we're speaking with Lisa Anderson about dating uh, in introvert land. And I just have to ask, you know, uh, you talked about how dating is different. You know, it's not just like gazing over at the person at the same table over like the shared milkshake with two straws, right? <laughs> so the internet's kind of changed yep. things. Online dating has changed things. And it seems like it'd be easier for introverts now, is it? mmm
2: You know, it is in some ways because exactly as you reference online dating, it has become much more one-sided in the sense that you can be selective and almost sadly consumeristic in your pursuit of dating, Um, scrolling through a bunch of profiles, getting a lot of information on the person on the front end before you maybe even ever make contact with them. And so there's a luxury to that in the sense of you can kind of clear a lot of the clutter, so to speak, and be like, okay, this person doesn't even share my faith or my values. This person clearly, you know, we're not even in the same proximity. We're not even in the same kind of Goal uh, sets and, and where we're going in life, and so that's helpful. Um, but at the same time, I always say, even with online dating or with apps, you got to take this into real time and real space at some point. Otherwise, you're just going to have a pen pal. So, yeah. what does that look like to actually start putting relational skills into practice? And um, you know, it's funny, Tom, you mentioned this because people think that I'm just some like raging extrovert. And I'm actually, I always test as an extrovert, but I'm very borderline. And so, you know, it doesn't mean extroverts aren't just like, you know, oh, well, she's super talkative or she's not never at a loss for words or whatever. It kind of really is, is based on, okay, how do you refuel and recharge? What does that look like mm-hmm. for you? And so as um, people think of themselves, they can keep that in mind.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're talking with two people that are just like that. Really? Yeah, you and me. We we uh, people meet us and they think we're extroverts yeah. because of the way we are in public and the way we relate to people. But in order to recharge, both of us need to pull back and spend some time alone.
0: That's exactly right. Actually, I I, t- I the last personality test I took and it it was a few years ago, so I don't know what it would be today, but it was 51 percent forty nine percent extroversion to introversion, yeah. almost. Equal, so yes, and I and people don't realize how much downtime I need. But and, and you know this is really interesting. I think for men, um, uh, Lisa, because if you're an introverted man or a, let's just say a shy man, um, it's even harder to ask people out in in public. Like almost people just go online and then they find out, like they meet somebody, they find out that person goes to the same church they go to. This literally happened to someone that right. I that I was talking <laughs> to because people are they don't ask each other out for real, and they just kind of depend on online, how can we start to move back to -to face-to-face interaction between males and females?
2: Well, I think in some ways it helps, you know, and this is where um, extroverts, you know, could probably learn from introverts. It helps to move away from the pack. And so I always say this with women who say like, yeah, well, what's up with the guys at my church? Because none of them even ask me out or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, are you ever alone? Like, are you ever in a position? Like, do you ever go into church and just sit down and like hold a bulletin for you? (laughs) You know, but but it's like we as women, we travel like a pack of wolves with all of our girls around us. And I'm like, what guy wants to break into that? That's very intimidating. He probably doesn't want to ask you out in front of your seven friends who are, you know, walking around like the latest installment of Mean Girls, you know, Uh so it's kind of like... (laughs) It's kind of like we got to be sensitive to that and recognize that, yeah, you know, a great place to find someone is at church and, and a person who might be serving in a ministry that you serve in or... um Maybe someone has pointed them out to you and you're like, yeah, I want to ask them out. And so it is kind of one of those things where we have to approach it naturally, like being in a a place where you're volunteering at church or in a, a small group or a Sunday school class and finding someone after the fact is a great way to be able to do that. And so and then we all just have to be open to it. Like, hey, this person wants to have a conversation with me. Maybe they are going to ask me out. It's okay. We don't have to completely implode when all of a sudden someone works up the courage to make it happen
0: with Lisa Anderson. Uh, She's written a book called The Dating Manifesto. And today she's talking to us about what do you do when you want to go out, but you're a little shy, you're a little introverted, you're a little quiet, and it can be a little awkward. And so she's got some great advice for us. So thanks for being with us, Lisa.
2: Absolutely. Great to be here.
1: Okay, so Lisa, you had brought about an idea of kind of removing yourself from the pack so that you were more approachable, uh, so that somebody would be able to actually ask you out. So this kind of works in the introvert-extrovert kind of dynamic. So just talk about that, and then how do you, if you actually get the date, how do you negotiate that as an introvert?
2: (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I think getting away from the pack is necessary whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. And honestly, sometimes the extroverts need to focus on that a little bit more because they're so busy with their, you know, their posse that it's like, well, why would I even want to ask you out anyway? It sounds like you've got so many people in your life, you know? So for the introvert, it is a matter of getting out of uh, the pack because you want to be able to be the person who can shine, you know, and and if you're actually going to get to know this person, you have to get them out of the pack in order to make that happen. And so that's why it is helpful. Um, But there are some great ways to really have a successful date with an introvert. And I think extroverts especially have to keep this in mind. And that is the first thing is what you choose to do on a date. So you're immediate, um, you're going to be immediately not successful If you ask an introvert out and decide to take them as like a plus one to a random wedding that you've been invited to um, any Mm. (laughs) any kind of scenario where they're going to be just dropped in as a stranger to a large gathering of people, um, you know, a, a Christmas party, an office Christmas party, or you're bringing them to a big group outing or you're bringing them. That's just an introvert's nightmare. Mm. Okay. So anything that involves meeting a lot of other people, small talk, uh, random chatter, you know, just a lot of surfacey stuff, uh, introverts are not there for that. They're going to feel like that was not a good date. And they're really not going to be interested in pursuing something if you're going to continue that kind of pattern. Huh. And so uh, to, to date an introvert, what you want to do is pick something where you can be somewhere quiet, you can have some interactive time. And then have some meaningful questions in your pocket that you want to ask this person to get to know them. So it's not the surfacey chit-chat. You're kind of the person that's going to be like, so, you know, tell me about what some of the coolest things you did this year are, or what, you know, what are you into now? Or have you ever thought of, you know, studying something new? Or if you didn't have your current job, what? just fun questions that kind of get to them at the heart. And allow them to be the person who stops and reflects and then answers. A lot of times extroverts, if introverts are pausing or waiting to respond, extroverts will jump in and like finish their sentences for them or anticipate their answers. And it's like, just give them space and time and you will get a meaningful response and actually get to know them. And so really manage the environment is the first thing. Do not make it a big group date. Don't make it a big experience. Another thing that's great for an introvert is going – Now, I I don't mean don't be around people. Like, going to a sporting event is great. Amen. Because the introvert... doesn't have the burden on them to be a conversationalist. You can be Mm. doing an activity, watching something. Going on a hike is fantastic with an introvert. They can be active doing something and then offer up some conversation along the way. But what you don't want to do is a big social hour, mix and mingle. You know, um, if, if you want, if you need someone as your plus one for your cousin's wedding, do not bring an introvert. They will not go with you. So they will probably never go out with you again. So that's just kind of some initial pointers on that front. That's
0: really interesting. I've never heard anyone break that down in that way. Like, what's a great date for an introvert? What's a, I guess, a fun date for an extrovert would probably be um, pretty easy. <laughs> um, just anything that involves people. So uh, this is really good and something to be sensitive about. I guess as you're getting to know somebody, um, and especially for those who are getting back out into dating, to just be thinking about those different ideas.
2: Yeah. Well, and exactly to your point, Toby. you know, for the extroverts, you know, for the introverts who are there and say, well, I want to ask out an extrovert, but I feel like I'll just be steamrolled or what do I look for? You know, I mean, that's a great example too, because um, I know I have a friend who was an extrovert who went out with a super introverted guy. Well, he was so nervous that he just kind of got one track in talking about himself. And she as an extrovert felt like she was pr- trying to be kind and deferential, but you know, she loves to like go from topic to topic in a conversation. This guy, bless his heart, talked for probably about 30 minutes about his love for um, the Puritans and reading books by Puritans. (laughs) And she's like flatlining. And she's like, I don't know if I could like do another date with this guy, let alone the rest of my life with this guy. And so, but he was so caught up in his topic of interest and felt like he was being conversational, but he wasn't at all. And so that's a great way, way for introverts to think of extroverts and be sensitive to them as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. And Lisa, I think your idea of like having some questions in your back pocket so you can get to know each other and facilitate some good conversation, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, that seems like to be a good idea for any possible date.
2: Yeah, because we always think, you know, Tom, that we are more interesting than we actually are. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) That is a good rule of thumb everyone thinks they're a great conversationalist very few people are so you need to come prepared now i would say don't have questions written on your hand or the inside of your arm um that is weird but have them in your head like what are just some good things that can get a conversation started why are you even interested in this person in the first place what commonalities do you have what you know maybe you did meet in a small group at church well talk about the small group and how that person is experiencing it and why they chose it and whatever. Um, You you can have a springboard for certain conversational topics that will get you somewhere. And then it's not just um, the incessant chit chat. You know, again, you don't want to start at square one every time. Like my friend who's an introvert, you know, the, the coffee social hour at church about drives her into the ground every week because it's the same level of chatter with, that she feels is purposeless and nonsensical. Mm-hmm. i like, I already talked to these people about, you know, their home improvement projects last week. Why are we covering the same ground? So <laughs> you got to get a little deeper and be a little more meaningful.